what is disability and how has the life of people with disabilities and concepts about disability how have these changed over time and in different geographical places welcome to from homer to hip-hop disability history and culture in this class we're going to take a fascinating journey together through multiple times and multiple places to make strange some of our assumptions about what disability means not just its dictionary definition but the host of different ideas and practices and treatment that gets associated with this concept we'll see as we look through different historical times and different physical spaces how dramatically different this seemingly natural concept can be and it'll invite us to think maybe it's not so natural after all and that what we think of as disability is connected to a whole bunch of other ideas first of all I'm so pleased with the makeup of very diverse backgrounds and disciplines that we're going to be bringing to this course from folks studying business and social work psychology human development and family studies uh, HR management anthropology marketing uh, interdisciplinary studies uh, we have a remarkable group of people with so many different kinds of backgrounds and and interests and experiences in my experience this makes for an incredibly rich discussion where we can draw upon a lot of our very diverse ways of looking at things to have very fruitful cross-pollination of ideas now tagging on to our most recent course letter what I'd like to do in this very short podcast is just talk a little bit about some of the basic nuts and bolts of this course and make sure that we all have a, a good sense of how it works now I know that the syllabus was almost a novel on its own uh, because of it's recently expanded with a host of different uh, requirements from the university and that have expanded themselves given this unusual time that we're in but I'd like to highlight a few of the uh, most important immediate things that I want to make sure that you have uh, on your radar I do encourage you to make sure that you have reviewed the the syllabus but again I just want to highlight some some key things to bring to your immediate attention and first of all uh, before we go any farther uh, I want to make a quick note and thank you for your patience it was brought to my attention that the week two module was not initially visible to students uh, the next modules are always visible the day immediately after a module is due and if for any reason any resource is ever not visible to you uh, please reach out to me immediately and I'll ensure that you do have access to it and for convenience I'll generally copy those module overviews uh, at the ends of the weekly messages that I'll be sending out to you as well 
But again, those will be presented to you um, immediately after a module is due. On the following day, the next module will be visible to you. And again, if you ever have any questions about that or something's not visible, please do reach out to me immediately. Now, this course, as I said, is inviting us to question what disability is. Is it just something about the body? Or is it also connected to society and to culture and to ideas that we have about the body? You'll be exploring those as we look at disability history and culture. So back to these few uh, nuts and bolts of the class. The modules each week will highlight and present the materials that we'll be exploring together. These will generally be readings that I provide you there. You also have our shared book that will be reading the wonderful history by uh, Kim Nielsen. Our discussions together were going to take place in the discussion section on the Canvas site. And this will be the main place that we'll be talking together. Now these will be asynchronous discussions, so you'll be able to respond at your own pace as long as you post those by the stated due dates weekly. Now as you actively participate in these discussions, as I mentioned in the course letter, I encourage you to share your ideas. And I'd like to have active, vigorous, respectful debate and disagreement. Uh, given that we're coming from so many different backgrounds and experiences, uh, it is only natural that we're going to have some clear, different ways of seeing things. And sometimes those can be the most interesting points of exploration as we look at these ideas together. Now, as you reply each week to the prompts that are placed in discussion, I encourage you to also read each other's posts. And I expect you all to be actively responding to each other. And as I mentioned in the course letter, shooting for two or three responses each time is in general a good expectation. And to remind you again, those responses that you post up in our discussions, these are of any length. Whatever speaks to you as you're reading and somebody says something that you find interesting or you're moved by, let them know. And if there's something that you respectfully disagree with, let them know as well. And so again, those responses, like any kind of discussion, these can be of any length whatsoever. Now, during the course, five of these discussions will be what we call your critical responses. Now, basically, these are just any response, but you'll simply choose which ones you'd like to be these five more developed critical responses. And these are simply a little more developed than most of your responses. You'll generally be making an argument, providing some evidence for it from our discussions uh, and from our, our ongoing readings. 
And you'll simply identify this is a critical response by titling it, for example, critical response number one or critical response number two, and making sure that you highlight the word count to make sure that you're meeting that, that minimum word count. But just to clarify again, your general responses throughout the term can be any length whatsoever, but five of those will be your critical responses. And again, those are the ones that you'll just kind of dig in a little bit more in something you find interesting. These can be drawn from your, your journals that you might be developing um, as you're tracking informal ideas about things that you um, encounter in class. Whatever they are, these are five places that you'll just go a little bit deeper into those ideas. Now, as always, feel free to check in with me if you need clarification on that or any other procedure in the class. As I mentioned on the course letter, I really enjoyed our initial posts and getting a sense of the thoughtful ways that we're starting to think about this question about interrogating what disability means. And I asked you in one of your initial prompts to think about your own experiences. As much of our ideas, we kind of inherit them before we're of the age of mental consent, when we're not necessarily picking and choosing what we believe from the world, it's useful for us to kind of enter in there and consciously interrogate some of those, which we'll be doing in this class. And it was very interesting to hear, as we thought about those, how there are a lot of commonalities, I think you may have noticed, in some of the ways in which we were invited first to start thinking about disability and how these shifted a lot if we had a lot of experience with people with disabilities, maybe in our own household or friends. And especially if we didn't, the key role that media played, many of you highlighted, that this was a key way of shaping the ways in which we have, think, have thought about disability. And many of these things that have helped shape our concepts of disability are things that, of course, particularly as children, we're not aware of. Another thing that many of you highlighted was your exposure or lack of exposure to other students with disabilities uh, in your classes as children and how profoundly that often shaped what we thought about disability. Now, a few other words on your post, and I mentioned this also inside of the letter I just sent you, but you'll notice that sometimes when I'm responding to people, I might highlight a particular quotation, something that someone said that I think is very interesting, um, and use that as kind of a, a foundation for my engagement with them. And where it's relevant, I encourage you to do the same. Um, and sometimes your post might simply be highlighting something that someone said and, and saying um, how you found that interesting. But particularly when we can use those to go deeper in our conversation, I encourage you to do that, uh, whether it's asking clarifications about that or saying how that resonates with some experience that you've had or uh, simply using it as a way to make connections between your own experiences or other readings, etc.
And as I mentioned, I've been teaching online for, for many, many years, um, and I've never ceased to be amazed at the ways that a group of people, often who've never met each other, and through the entire term, will never physically meet each other, that still we're able to form a real sense of a community. And I attribute that to people's thoughtful engagement in these discussions and really bringing our full self to this. Many of us have multiple roles as children ourselves of parents, and some of us are parents, um, as, as many of us are partners. Um, we are all students in different capacities. Some of us also have professional engagements in addition to our, our studies. I encourage you to draw upon all of these rich experiences you have and let them dialogue with our discussions together as, as we make these explorations. I also mentioned that we are in a very unusual time um, in a term of a lot of unpredictable and shifting territory as we're emerging, hopefully, from this protracted pandemic where there has never been so much interest in health and so much interest in social justice, uh, probably more than, than ever in, in history, those uh, two things together. And those two things together are the core of this discipline that we're entering into called disability studies. So there's certainly, and also given the, uh, the direction that many of you are choosing in your, um, in your professional lives, there certainly is no better time to be exploring ideas through this unique lens that disability studies invites us to have about ideas of, of health and the body and social justice. Now, um, I am so excited about hearing your ideas and hearing the ways that we're going to reflect these together. And, and I, again, I encourage us to uh, keep our, our eyes and ears out to things that may be happening in the news and um, other cultural and media objects that you encounter, movies and books, um, TV shows. They may take on a different light as we think about disability together in this course, and I encourage you to, to bring that into our conversation. So I want to welcome you again. I'm delighted to get a chance to explore these ideas with you, and I look forward to hearing your voices soon on the boards. Bye for now.